Hey, this is Ashley, and this is School and Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. If you're not already following us on social, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at School and Life Podcast on Instagram. That's S C H O L I N Life Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook at School and Life Pod. We can't wait to connect with you on social. This week in Mentor Moment, I wanted to share with you um, some specific and targeted strategies to stand out in a tough job search. One of the most compelling factors for standing out in a competitive job search is to improve your skill articulation, the way you talk about yourself, the way you talk about your skill set, the way you talk about what you do and how you do it and the impact of your work. Your ability to stand out as a top candidate in the job market is completely dependent upon your ability to articulate your skill set in an impactful way. Phrases like, I'm a team player and I'm creative aren't going to cut it for the $15,000 salary you're seeking. So in session one of the Mentor Me Accelerator, I provide my mentees with a customized and targeted assessment that evaluates their skill sets and helps them turn them into things that are drabby or things that are outdated to really skill sets that match contemporary skills that employers are looking for and help them identify how their own skills fit within that. So here are some specific, here are some specific and targeted ways to do that. So for example, instead of I'm a people person, try I leverage relationships with key stakeholders to drive results. Instead of I'm really creative, try I'm an innovative and futuristic thinker. Instead of I'm a team player, try I lead teams with energetic and empathetic leadership. Instead of I'm really passionate about, try I have demonstrated experience in. Just switching up your phrasing, switching up the way you speak about your skill sets, switching up the way that you talk about your work in a more impactful way can really drive employers to you in a way that maybe you haven't considered before. If you're not already following me on Instagram, make sure you do that. My personal Instagram is Ashley Ashire. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-A-S-S-H-I-R-E. And I just did a short loom um, walking you through how to articulate these skills in a meaningful way about a week ago. So make sure you check out that reel. I'm not a loom, sorry, but a reel where I walk you through that. And your ability to articulate your skill sets in an impactful way is also something I teach in the Mentor Me Accelerator, and I'm accepting new mentees for the Accelerator this month. So if you know you're looking to find and secure a new role by September 2021, over the next couple of months, then you'll want to join the Accelerator. Again, I'm accepting applications for the um, June-July cohort, and you can apply today at mentor-me.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org. So this week, and I digress, I'm going to talk about secrets, why we tell them, why they're hurtful, and the joy of not holding on to secrets. So I got this week's episode topic from a actual another podcast that I often listen to. Shout out to This American Life. It is a podcast that I've probably been listening to for years. And if you've ever heard me, you know, I was listening to this podcast and I learned or something like that. I probably got the topic from This American Life or a handful of other podcasts that I really are my go-tos for learning new things and, and hearing great stories. And I really, I love storytelling as a platform. It's why even, you know, as my business has grown, I still podcast because I think it's just a really beautiful way to tell stories. I think it's a really beautiful way to like 
engage people and understand people is through them telling their own stories and, you know, through asking questions and, you know, that whole, that whole framework of just really understanding people through storytelling and questioning. And so in a recent episode of This American Life, it was called Secrets. And it was specifically telling two, there were, I think maybe two stories that really stood out to me. One was from an author who lived with a eating disorder for most of her life. She was 40, in her forties when she really like, started to name her eating disorder and and started to talk about it in a public way and then wrote her memoir about it. And then another story, actually, yeah, there were three. There was another story about a woman who had sickle cell anemia and how she kind of kept it a secret and didn't tell anybody except for, you know, at the height of the pandemic, she started to, she was obviously in a very vulnerable population and had to make some disclosures to try to protect herself and her family. And then another woman who was a sex worker and a cam girl, and this was a secret from her children. And she was talking about how hard it was to keep up with her work and her work assignments while her kids were at home when she was like having to do like Zoom school with them during the height of the pandemic. So it just was really interesting to me, like, right, all kinds of secrets, whether it's an eating disorder or a physical illness or the work that you do and how like those can be secrets, you know, and how those secrets can be harmful to you, to the people you love. And one of the things that I wanted to sort of bring to this show and and talk a bit about here is how I think lots of times when we have a secret or like when we keep a secret, there's like two, there's like two things that destroy us. It's the it's the the actual secret, the it's not maybe not the secret, but it's the shame and guilt of having done whatever thing that you have to keep secret, right? So there's the shame and guilt around that and like shame for having done whatever you did or whatever. And then shame for having kept it a secret. And then the longer you keep it a secret, it's more and more shameful, more and more guilt, more and more, you know, of that jazz. And then when you finally tell the secret, right? When you finally open up, when you finally are honest about, you know what's going on in your life or your career or, you know, in your family, with your body, whatever that is, telling the secret doesn't ease the stress often, right? So you tell the secret and now maybe there's more stress because then now somebody else knows and they have to share in the pain or guilt or frustration. Maybe they, they're angry now because you kept a secret or they're angry about what you're telling them, you know, but it doesn't make it easier. So like people tell you, don't keep secrets, tell the truth, you know, be forthright, be communicative, right? All, all this stuff. And then you do, right? You finally do. You say, you know, I'm going to come clean. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to hold back. And then you tell the secret and everything's not okay right? You, you tell the truth and everything doesn't work out. You, you're honest, but the person doesn't forgive you. They're still angry. You don't feel better. You, you still feel like shit. (laughs) Right. And so I think I've just from that episode and just for some of the TV that I've been watching, I'm going to talk a little bit more about some of the TV here in a moment. I think that I've been just thinking a lot more about secrets and the function of secrets and how they can be hurtful and harmful and, I don't know. I think that as much as possible, you know, not having secrets, preventing secrets, stopping secrets in their tracks, 
is the right thing to do and the right way to go because not only do secrets eat you up inside and frustrate you and anger you, but no, nobody's ever heard a secret and said, oh, I wish you, or I mean, I guess not nobody, but rarely is the thing I wish you wouldn't have told me, right? Like people want to know. So you might as well tell them, you might as well not keep it a secret. You might as well not hold on to it. And you might as well take immediate action. You know, don't brush things under the rug. Don't hold on to it. Don't wait and see, you know, one of my sort of life mottos or like one of the, one of my memo operandi, is that how you say that? Yeah. Memo operandi. Like one of my core tenants is like take immediate action and like do things and like get things done and like don't stall don't wait don't don't linger right and I think that served me well in life because even when I fuck up even when I fail even when things don't go my way because I operate from a place of like take action then I can also take action the other way. Then I can also like apologize or ask for forgiveness or go off and do better next time. And I I just think that that served me well. And so if you have been operating in a place of like secrecy in a place of like fear and shame around something that you did, something that you didn't do, something that happened to you, something that um, wasn't your fault, like I just invite you to, I just invite you to, do what you can to move away from the secret. And it's not, and I do that not because it's going to release you from the shame and guilt and even maybe the responsibility of what the secret holds, but you can't even begin the work until you unsecretize, right? Whatever it is. So I just invite you to release the secret so that you can start to do the work of healing. So you can start to do the work of repairing so that you can start to do the work of forgiveness. So you can start to do the work of restoration, right? You can't even do that until you release the secret. And that doesn't quite flat out, like it doesn't mean it's going to be better. It doesn't mean it's going to fix everything. It doesn't mean things are going to work out, but it does mean that you can start working them out, that things can start getting better, that you can be on your way to the way you should be once you release the secret. And I just hope that as you hear this, as you listen to this, as you think about your life, your career, the people you love, like any secrets that you're holding, any shame or guilt that's attached to those, you know, I just pray that it dissipates as you do the work of releasing the secret. And if you need some help navigating that, right? If particularly if it's related to your career, if you have some shame and guilt around getting fired and it's kind of been a secret and you've been keeping on the low, or maybe, you know, you've been hurt at work. Someone said something really nasty to you. You have some workplace hurt or trauma, or you have a horrible relationship with your boss and no one knows it, or you've experienced something even more traumatic and you're kind of keeping it on the low, or you're really unhappy at work, right? And you've been putting on a brave face and trying to make it work but you're really unhappy, or maybe the truth is that you've been saying, oh, I'm job searching, I'm gonna look for a new job, but the secret is that you don't even know where to start. You can feel completely overwhelmed every time you try and you have no idea, right, what's next for you in your life and career. I definitely just invite you to release the secret to yourself first, um, and then to someone who can help you. And if I can serve in that capacity, I'm excited to mentor you and help you move away from the secrecy or the shame or guilt of not being where you want to be in your career and really advance in a way that you desire. And I digress. 
And last but not least on this week's episode, we're going to talk TVT. And this week we're talking Never Have I Ever. It is a Netflix show um, about an Indian family in California and high school drama and hijinks ensue. This is the second season of Never Have I Ever. And Davey, the main character, navigates dating and relationships and friendships and family on the show. Over the week, I've watched the entire second season. I'm not even ashamed to say it. Um, watched the entire 10, 10 episode second season. And I just like love this show. Just in general, I literally love any show that's like like centers family and it's like a cultural family. Like I've talked to you guys about Fresh Off the Boat. I really loved Kim's Convene. And, you know, of course, I'm big fans of Blackish, Blackish and Mixish, Mixish. Honestly, I didn't like Blackish fuck as much or whatever, but I did like Grownish. But like Never Have I Ever is just, it's just gold. I really love a family centered on TV that's not white. Um, shout out to non-white families and just seeing us portray, seeing people of color portrayed on TV and seeing us like navigate the things that, you know, any family person, human would navigate, but just seeing the cultural influences of that navigation is just really beautiful and power to me, powerful to me. And I really super duper absolutely love that. Like I love seeing a family that doesn't center men. And I love seeing like a family that like prays and has shrines in their homes, you know, to their um, dead loved ones and, you know, just approaches things differently. I just, I just really love it. And um, never have I ever, it's totally a teen drama. Like it is for children. Like it is not for, <laughs> it is not for grown people, but I absolutely love it. And while I wait for um, blood and water to come back, which I, I'm not ashamed. I'm going to talk about this show every single day until it comes back. But while I'm waiting on blood and water to come back, I definitely binge watch Never Have I Ever. Um, and so if you're looking for a lighthearted, fun, teen-inspired drama with some adult-like issues, but really just kind of takes, yeah, just takes like life, but has those cultural influences and impacts that just makes life beautiful. I definitely encourage you to check out Never Have I Ever. It's on Netflix and it is a fun, carefree, joy-filled, joy-filled show that I know you'll love. That wraps up this week's episode of School on Life. Thank you so much for listening. If you're not already following us on social, make sure you do that at School on Life Podcast on Instagram at Ashley Ashire. On Instagram is my personal Instagram. And then of course on Facebook, you can follow Ashley A. Adams PhD or School on Life Pod on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you so much for your continued support. And we'll see you next week. School's out class dismissed.